Critters and Creeps, this is another episode from CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And the topic today is Scrooge. That sometimes I mix up with the Groundhog Day for no reason. What do you mean for no reason? If you're mixing know. it up, certainly there's a reason. Yeah, because because the main character is both Bill Murray. Uh-huh. Is that it? Is that the only reason? Yes. <laughs> so do you mix up all other Bill Murray movies? No. Like Ghostbusters. Oh, wait, wait, he isn't? Yeah, he's in Ghostbusters. He's Peter Venkman. I only mix up Scrooge and Roundhog Day. Well, I mean, there are some other similarities than just having Bill Murray. Because, of course, there's like, just with the Michael J. Pollard character, the homeless man who freezes to death. That's kind of like in Groundhog Day, True. right? And Groundhog Day, I should mention, is a movie that uh, I teach in my screenwriting classes. We read one of the early screenplays from it and then watch the movie. So it's something that does get viewed a lot around Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And uh, hence, Alistair's seen it a bunch of times. Also, if you followed us on or follow us, I guess, on Instagram... We went to Woodstock, Illinois, where Groundhog Day was filmed, and we took pictures around there. Yeah. Including with... <laughs> Me as the old man in the old man's alley that they call it. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing? <laughs> Just laying there dead on the ground. Yeah. I was playing the dead old man in our photographs. Sick? Maybe. Twisted? Probably. Patently cadaver fam? Yeah. 100%. So, why are we talking about Scrooged? Because it's the holiday. What what holiday is Scrooged specifically about? Christmas. Christmas. Yep, it's a Christmas movie. Uh, we celebrate Christmas here at the Monkey Farm. And uh, so we watch a lot of Christmas movies. But Bye. of course, you know, there's certain types of Christmas movies we like better than others. Namely... Scrooged. Well, namely Scrooged, yeah. And anything with monsters, gremlins, Santa Jaws, Nightmare Before Christmas. And we also put up Krampus things. Oh, the Krampus decorations we yeah. just got? Yeah, I posted a picture yeah. of those on uh, the Critters and Creeps Club, I think. Yep. So yeah, we like us some Christmas horror movies. This one isn't a horror movie, but it does have... Creepiness. Creepiness? Sure, sure. Specifically, what kind of creepy stuff? Like zombies. Zombies? And Scrooged? Remember from the ghost from Christmas Future? And you just said the magic word there, though. Ghosts. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about ghosts. Right? Well, the creepiest one of the ghosts is the ghost from Christmas, the ghost of Christmas Future. Mm-hmm. He's really creepy. Right, then? Yeah, he absolutely is. He's, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him because he's the last one. So we'll we'll talk about some other stuff yeah. first. We're skipping to the end, predictably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This movie came out in 1988. It's got an incredible cast to it. We'll talk about some of those as we go along. Um, it was directed by Richard Donner. Does that name mean anything to you, Alistair? I don't remember it. He directed a little movie called Superman. And, he did? Uh, he did. And another little movie called The Omen. He directed The Omen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a Christmas staple around here. It's also rated... BG-13. Yeah, so let's open with a little bit of parental guidance. Uh, this is a, a, you know, a 1988 PG-13, so there's quite a bit of swearing in it. You get a fair amount of innuendo, which probably right over your child's head, but even still worth noting. Alistair, any other stuff that you would say parents should be aware of? Yes. If you don't think your child is um, ready for Ghost of Christmas Future, that... I would say you watch the last part that's Ghost of Christmas Future because it is pretty creepy and kind of sad. So watch that before you show this to your kids. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it is a sad story because it is based on what story? Scro- um, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this movie, they keep calling it Charles Dickens immortal classic scrooge but the story is not called scrooge it's called a christmas carol yes and that is the story of ebenezer scrooge who gets Mm -hmm. visited by three ghosts who teach him the meaning of christmas yep he's a greedy guy he doesn't love other people doesn't take care of anybody but himself he just hoards money and is generally a terrible person who in the end has to learn that there's more to life than money. A lesson that many people in this world currently need to learn. So, uh, an appropriate one for us to revisit here in 2019. Yep. Alistair, what's going on in this movie, in this version of A Christmas Carol? What's our character's name? Frank. Frank. Once I thought they somebody called him Frankie. Yeah, Frankie, yeah. Uh, the ghost of Christmas past, calls him Frankie, played by David Johansson. Francis Xavier Cross is Frank's name, like his full name. What does he do? He's like, he's the owner of I, IBC? IBC yeah, sounds IBC. right, yeah. Like, yeah, IBC. Yeah, it, he's not the owner, he's the president of the television station. So what's going on with Frank? What's his deal? So, he's like, he's really mean and greedy, as you said. Mm-hmm. And he fires this one guy that needed to be an IBC. Sure, yeah, so yeah. So he could live. Yeah, it's his job, you know, and it, and he loses his job right there at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, the character's name is Elliot, if you care, if you need to come back to him. That's Elliot, Elliot Loudermilk. Played by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes, I will definitely. He's really part of my favorite part. Okay, so he's one of your favorite things. We'll we'll come back well, to him then. Not well. That's we have to talk about him because that's how he meets the Ghost of Christmas Future. That's true. Yeah, so, so we we'll need get there. to talk about him. We'll get there. So what's up with these ghosts? What happens is this one guy that parental guidance, as I explained, um, watch it. What's his name? 
Oh, the, the zombie is the you're okay. I see who you're saying the yeah. zombie is. His partner who comes back, who or not his partner, his former boss who died. The guy who used to be the president of IBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His name. I you asked his name. I can tell you really quick. His name was Lou. So he he does look like a zombie for sure, but he's kind of a ghost. He's our Jacob Marley character. He tells him that you're gonna meet three ghosts. Why though? Why does Frank need to meet these ghosts? Because he doesn't understand the... How can I say this? The understanding of Christmas? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and and maybe not just Christmas, but just what it means to be a good person. Yeah. You know, because Christmas, in an idealistic sense, right? Like, if we're we're just to look at movies, and this is important, Alistair. If we look at movies about Christmas, they tend to be about... Humanity at its best. They tend to be about people who are giving, who take care of each other, who aren't just focused on themselves. These are movies about the best people that people can be, you know, and how to find that. And that tends to be what a lot of Christmas movies are about. The movies I prefer that are about Christmas tend to have Santa Claus as wielding axes or whatever, but that's just my preference, you know, or Black Christmas, but mostly Christmas Evil from 1980. But uh, even still, Krampus Krampus is really good, too. Krampus is also a movie that's kind of about uh, people who aren't being their best selves. But rather than finding goodness, they meet badness. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of like that. You haven't seen Krampus yet, or at least all of it. We talked about that on our first episode from October. Your top five scariest movies of all time. I stopped like like a couple minutes into the movie. Yeah, you didn't get when far. When she slid under the truck and then like that creepy pop-up thing was like, huh, huh. Yeah. So Lou tells him he's going to meet three ghosts. Yes. Doesn't tell them what they do. Doesn't tell them how they do it, if they're dangerous or not. Mm. Just tells him, you're going to meet three ghosts. So they could be dangerous. Turns out <laughs> at least... At least two out of the three are distinctly dangerous. Yeah, the first one isn't that dangerous at all. He doesn't drive well. No, he doesn't. But he he goes through smoke and goes into the past. I mean, he can at least go through trucks and stuff as he's driving. You're right. So why does he go into the past? Because he gets in a taxi and there's this- Frank does, you're saying. Frank does. Okay. Um, When I say he, I mean Frank, everybody. Well, no, just say Frank. Okay, Because there's a lot of he's in this movie. Frank gets into- a taxi, and the taxi is the ghost of Christmas past. We're going past, future, past, present, future, not past, future, present. Past, pe- present, future. Mm-hmm. So, so in the middle we get presents, you're saying? Yeah. Dad, no. No? Oh, when do I get my presents? <laughs> I would not have recorded a Christmas episode with you unless I thought you had presents for me right now. You get... You Podcast get to- canceled. Well, you get to see people getting presents. Oh, in the movie? Yes. Oh, all right. Fair enough. (laughs) It's set around Christmas time. So, yes, there is plenty of gift opening happening in the movie. He goes into the past. What happens in the past, though? The ghost of Christmas past goes through his door of his old house when he was like three or something. Mm -hmm. And he goes through the door and then Frank tries to walk through the door and he just... uh, um, hits his head, and the ghost sticks his head out to like, I like it. Oh, and so you're saying this is a funny movie. 
Yeah. Okay, okay. Except for the last part when, when Ghost gets, of Christmas Future. When it gets spooky and sad? Yeah, Ghost yeah. of Christmas Future. That tends to be the last stage of a Scrooge's journey, and Frank is certainly a Scrooge. Yep. What does he learn in the past, though? So, I'm trying to... Ex- so, he was a little kid, he asked for a choo-choo train from Santa, and... <laughs> His father comes in and gives him, um, five, what is it, five or four? Five. Five pounds of what? Like Veal. Baby, five pounds of veal baby cow meat? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and he said, but I wanted a choo-choo train from Santa. And was like, but, but Santa didn't get you some. <laughs> mm. Now, is that a good or a bad memory for Frank? Bad memory. Ah. He forgot about that stuff because he was worried about being a good guy, but he was a bad guy. Oh, you mean like being a good businessman? Yeah. You mean, sure, yeah, yeah. So he was so he wrapped up. all about his past. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in his past that he doesn't seem to think about much because he's so focused on business. What else yeah. did he forget about? He forgot about his loved one. Claire. Claire, yes. That you get to see the presents opening with. Mm-hmm. So who's Claire? Claire is slash was. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the movie, because that's fine. Head. That's fine. We'll get there. What she was Frank's love. Mm-hmm. Like his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But was you're saying? Was yes. What caused that uh, relationship to end? remember i'll i'll give you a hint money money that's right that was me rubbing my fingers together <laughs> yeah to i know that like the, sweet money oh the money. Sweet, <laughs> sweet sweet money <laughs> yeah sure. now you're turning into a scrooge before my eyes sweet sweet money <laughs> no mm. i said you were doing like the sweet sweet money <laughs> i call this the sweet sweet money <laughs> you be careful you're gonna have a ghost of christmas future showing up with monsters living in its stomach. <laughs> Alistair. Dad. You will be visited by these spirits. <laughs> so what else is going on in this movie? What else do you want to talk about? So there's a ghost of Christmas past. Frank had uh, some good stuff in his past that he ruined and some bad stuff in his past that he didn't realize was bad stuff. So then he meets Ghost of Christmas Present. Yep, that. Who gives him all the gifts. No. Well, then why do they call it the Ghost of Christmas Presents? It's Ghost of Christmas Present, not Presents. She doesn't give presents. Are you sure? She's a fairy. Okay. Not well, Santa Claus. Well, wait, don't some fairies give presents? Like a tooth fairy? Yeah, but they give me money. Uh. That's... What we're tr- that's what the they're trying not to do. give money. To- oh, oh, I see. So you're saying if she shows up, she's a fairy. Normally, fairies give money to people, but she can't because he already has too much money. Yeah. Right. So what does she do instead? So she shows up. She's a fairy. Her inclination: give this guy money. Um. Problem. So- He's got too much money. That's his. That's his issue. So what does she do? Okay. So. Basically, they're actually going to do the Christmas Carol of Scrooge. Um, and then they, he sees 
her, she comes up fluttering and kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> and then, then slaps him in the face. Yep. That's Carol Kane, who I, I told you while we were watching it, she was, of course, uh, grandmama in Adam's Family Values. She's done a million other things, and she is incredible. I love Carol Kane. Yep. They were recently in a movie together again, too, Bill Murray and Carol Kane. They were in a movie called The Dead Don't Die, which is a zombie movie. Oh. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. I have to explain so much to explain the rest of her. All right. What do you want to say about her? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, my gosh. To explain the rest of her and the things I like, I have to explain. Oh. Okay. So, okay. what do you like about so, her? He meets Claire, his was love. The She works at, what is that place? It's like a homeless shelter kind of a yeah. place. Yeah. And he meets a couple guys that he becomes friends with. Mm-hmm. Including Michael J. Pollard's character uh, who freezes to death. Michael J. Pollard just died recently, by the way. The guy who plays the homeless man who freezes to death. He died uh, sometime in the last few months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, sad, I know. Yeah. Now I can explain my favorite part. Okay, what's your favorite part? Because she lifts up a toaster and's like, what's this? And slams a toaster into her head. Into his, just like. Oh, I th- <laughs> oh in, not into her head? <laughs> into his. I thought you were saying she just starts beating herself with a toaster. <laughs> no, she, she hits him with a toaster, sure. What, happen- what happens to him? Is he toast? Does he become sort of slightly... Brown and crispy around Dad, the edges. Just give me a and then and then you put butter on it. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> or is it more of like a pop tart? Is it like is it just kind of crispy on the outside and then really gooey and hot on the inside? Dad, just give me a second with the joke. I'm not joking. I want to know what kind of toast he becomes. <laughs> And oh, when don't. do I get my my ghost presence? <laughs> she's not Santa. She's a fairy, but she can't give him money. Okay, that's okay. The whole thing they're trying not. Okay, to do. okay. I think I follow. I think <laughs> I follow. Okay, you explain. You explain the next thing you want to talk about while I go plug in our Christmas tree because it's the only lights we okay. didn't plug in. Yeah. You keep talking. Okay. So. He starts screaming at everybody that walks. It's like he's in this, like, he's in the sewer, and, like, people are walking above, and he just screams out, like, help, I'm down here! Then he sees the homeless man, as you explained, that's frozen to death. What's his name in the movie? Uh, Ernie, I want to say? Herman. Herman, Herman. not Ernie. Why why did I think Ernie? (laughs) Was there somebody named Ernie I don't know. I mean, Ernie's a Ernie's a character in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Is he even in A Wonderful Life? No, no, no. It's a Wonderful Life was way before this. Oh, okay. So Frank sees a door and starts. He just runs at the door and just tries to slam the door. Yeah, he hits. He like slams his body it's into like, it. Boop. Uh, I forgot how he gets out of there. Well, he gets out through the door actually. But oh. it doesn't take him out into the street. It takes him into the studio, right? He's no longer with the ghost of Christmas present. She hits yeah. him with a toaster, and then she's gone. Yeah. So then that leaves one ghost to talk about. What's going on with this oh ghost? My gosh. Ghost of Christmas past. I mean, no. pre- that name. 
<laughs> the ghost of Christmas gifts. Now, the, the ghost of Christmas carols. Dad, now. Okay, so uh, so he's Christmas so, future. Okay, so what happens then is the ghost of Christmas present leaves, and then the burglars show up. It's nine o'clock. Dad, and the burglars th- are trying to break in. There's no burglar. But he's got to keep them out because Dad. his parents left him at home all by himself. Dad, that's home alone. Are you sure? Yes. Oh. At Tell part, him it's home alone. What part does he, like, put on a Santa suit and get an axe? Dad, that's Christmas evil. <laughs> mm. <laughs> These are all blurring together. I've been watching a lot of Christmas horror movies. Yeah. Uh, so then the little monsters show up. And what little everybody. monsters? They're driving around in, the, uh, in a tractor and... <laughs> They're shooting each other with guns. <laughs> That's they gremlins. Take, they over this. Oh. Oh. Okay. I think I follow. Uh, okay. So he meets the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, why didn't you say that to begin with? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> he meets the ghost of Christmas future. Yes. Well, but like he gets sent to his office. Then, um, what's his name? Elliot. Elliot comes in with a shotgun, mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting him, talking about why he shouldn't have fired him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not funny to pull a gun on people. You're not laughing about him pulling a gun on no, people. No, no. But, like, Bobcat Goldthwait and Bill Murray play it for laughs. Okay. But before that, when he was going up to his office, he saw Ghost of Christmas Future, but that was for the Ebenezer... For the real Christmas. Evan Ever? Dad! Evan Ever? Dad! That's what you said. Ebenezer Scrooge. For the Ebenezer. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer. You try it again. Ebenezer. I'm leaving all this in. Ebenezer. Try it again. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer? No. <laughs> Ebenezer <Ephany for> Scrooge. <laughs> I cannot say it right. Oh, I cannot say it right right now. Okay. Try it again. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. There you go, because they're putting on a televised yeah. version of... Charles Dickens' immortal classic, Scrooge. But yeah, no, he runs into the fake one, the one for the TV show, yeah. who's like the very classic, big, uh, like tall with the dark robes and the, the skeleton face, the classic death figure, yes. right? And then he runs into a little... Elevator? Yeah, with... The real ghost of Christmas future is like, aren't you supposed to be down at the play? And he lifts up his little skirt. and it's like, like his it's, cloak. Yeah, and there's his skeleton with little, like, zombie guys like, uh. Yeah, there's, he's got, like, ghosts, like, horrible, ghastly apparitions, like, oh poking their faces out going, Ugh. That, like, creeped me out when I was a yeah. kid, man. Like, it really did. He wrote the guy. Yeah, that's some spooky stuff. I do not remember that. 
You didn't remember that? No. It just snuck up on you this time? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, really cool. I like that, too. Yeah. Then he... This is the worst part. I don't remember anything except this part of when he sees the future. It's his coffin getting put into a big fire. Yeah, he he sees himself... Uh, he's He's dead in the future. Obviously, everybody dies in the future. That's a given, right? But it's really sad because who's at his funeral? His... Wait... His love? No. No. Herman. No. Herman's long dead. Okay. It's his brother and his brother's wife. Yes. And nobody else. The story of Ebenezer Scrooge is the story of a man who was so greedy, so selfish, that in the future, if he stays greedy and selfish, he dies alone and nobody cares. And actually, in the original Christmas Carol... Ebenezer Scrooge, his stuff is, like, stolen by people who don't even know him. They go steal all of his stuff after he dies, and they go and sell it. And they're like, man, isn't it great that he's dead? And, like, people are happy that he's dead. What? Yeah, that's how bad a guy he is. And the same thing has happened to Frank. He was a terrible guy. He made the world a worse place. And then, you know, in this possible future where he's still a terrible person, he made the world a worse place. And then he died miserable and alone, and basically nobody cares. Yeah. So what does he do? What I mean, what do you do when you're a Scrooge? When you've been Scrooge? So he comes out of the elevator like, I'm alive! I'm yep. alive! <laughs> then Elliot's literally standing right next to him. Oh, yeah, with the shotgun? Yeah. So then what, what? But what does he do here? What does he do at the end? So he's got this really sad past. His present is clearly filled with people who aren't happy with him. Nobody really cares about him, and other people are suffering because of him. And then the future, the possible future, the world is a worse place, and he dies miserable and alone. Is there anything he can do about any of this? Yes. Become a better person. There you go. Absolutely. Does he do this? Yes. I remember one part. So, like, Elliot gets up and, like, you know where they, like, have the... TV, like, rolling, like, shooting it. Um, like, they're singing a song, and he, and then Frank says, Hey, Elliot, I don't hear any partying over there. And he shoots the window with a shotgun. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Do you remember the song that they sing? Put a little love in your heart. That's all I remember. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all they sing. <laughs> Do you think there's a better song that they could have sung? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Out fast is to right. And one horse open sight. I'm going to stop. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. Is that hey. how the song ends? <laughs> I'm yeah. going to stop. Hey. <laughs> uh, I gotcha. If I sing that too much, it just annoys myself. So you annoy it. yourself when you yeah. sing it? Oh, okay. So he sings a song. Does that make him a better person? Yes, actually. Yeah, it does. So, like, look at me right now, right? Take a look at me. Huh? You getting an eyeful? Yes. Okay. Now, I'm a terrible person. We both know this. <laughs> right? So, I start singing a song. Any song. Um, maybe some Slipknot or something like that. And that's going to make me a good person? No. You're not even a bad person. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you met me? Yes. I don't know, man. Give it some time. 
Dad, you're only, my dad. You've only known me eight years. Da- <laughs> and another two, you'll realize. <sighs> Scum of the earth. That's your. That's you're my your old dad. dad. I know. It's, it's inevitable. You'll hate me one of these days. Dad. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Listen, I've seen the future. I was visited by a ghost. They gave me a present. And the present was a look into the future where I die miserable and alone and they put me in a fire. Dad. But while I'm alive, they burn me alive. That's the messed up part. Dad. What? If you ever got a present, we would give it to you. <laughs> okay. So ghosts aren't going to give me presents. Got it. No. Okay. So he becomes a better person. And it's not just by singing the song, right? What does he do to become a better person? Or what does he say he's going to do, I guess? I don't know. You don't remember? It starts out with Elliot. Oh, yeah. He starts getting Elliot's job back. Mm-hmm. Because he fired Elliot wrongly and it ruined his life. So then they go down to the to the, uh, to the oh, studio, no! like you said. I forgot my favorite parts. Oh, no. Let's <sighs> come back. Is it a beastly best? Can we come back to it? It doesn't have any monsters in it. Mm. It has Elliot in it. Oh, oh, like when he's out drinking on the street or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And then when the taxi's passing, it throws water in his little, and his thing drops out and breaks, and it was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got the, the paper bag with a, a bottle of booze in it, and when the bag gets wet, the booze falls out and breaks. That's yeah. like a running gag, as people keep taking his booze, and he keeps uh, losing his bottle because he's now, like, homeless, and and that's not funny when I say it that no. way, but of course it's played for laughs in the movie. If you haven't seen it, you'll if you watch it, you'll get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, he gives Elliot his job back. Step number one. What else? Yes. Uh, well, he goes on TV. Yeah. What does he do on TV? He goes on TV and introduce and asks the kid, what's his name? And then people get to meet the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes him better. He acknowledges other people. Yeah. Right? Who The people who work for him. He comes down and he actually meets them, which is something that he didn't do before. If he met oh. somebody, if he took the time to learn their name, he fired them. Yeah. What about Claire? What happens with her? They get married. They do? No. I think I you're extrapolating remember. a little bit. They get to see each other again. Yeah. Claire and Frank meet each other again for the third time. Okay, for the third time. Got it. Oh, was it the third time? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. What if? <laughs> yeah, it's well, at the, the end third- of the movie. The third time we see her. No, fourth time. Fourth time. I mean, we see her in the flashbacks when he goes into the past, but... Yeah. yeah we this see her is like, two times in the past and then two times... Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, he reunites with Claire, and it looks good, you're saying. So good that you think they probably get married. Yeah. Yeah? Does he say anything about Christmas or anything like that? Any important lessons? Nothing? You don't. You didn't retain I... anything. You remember very vividly him getting kicked in the nuts and hit in the face with a toaster. But, like, the message of the movie is lost on you. Yes. When we get to scream themes, this is going to be difficult. I just remember something. I have to explain something new. Okay. So, remember the little kid that can't talk? Oh, sure, sure, His mother, we haven't. No, we haven't talked about his um, assistant at all. No. No. So, basically, her... His assistant... Whose name is Grace, by yes. the way. Mm-hmm. His, her husband died, mm-hmm. and her kid, her youngest kid, saw Yeah, he saw the murder. Die. 
So, and he hasn't talked since until the end of the movie when he says, God bless everyone. He finally talks because Frank has become such a good person and is trying to inspire everybody to be so nice to each other that finally her son talks. Yep. It's a very sweet moment in the movie. Absolutely. Yep. And, and then they sing a song. What was that song again? Put a little love in your heart. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, it just ends with them just singing that song and just yeah. ends. <laughs> yep. And he starts yelling at the audience to sing and everything. It's like, yeah. hey, you, this side of the theater, start talking. No, this side of the theater, just the men. No, I mean the real men. Yeah. You know, just a woman now. <laughs> I mean the real woman. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, if you're not in a movie theater and just watching it on your couch like we were, uh, is a strange thing. But, yeah, so he he's even inspiring people to be great when we saw in the possible future he was only inspiring people to be terrible, right? Yeah. He's turned it around by the end of Scrooge. Mm -hmm. And when he did talk the first time, that did a... Um, almost make me cry. It's a very happy, happy moment. Absolutely. Yes. It's very emotional. Because the, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of the movie that's about this child being unable to speak. And Grace, his, uh, Frank's assistant, is so underpaid that she really can't pay to get her son the help that he needs. Mm -hmm. But I think we can assume that he's going to pay Grace better in the yes. future. And he also <laughs> you know? says, if I work late, you work late. If you work late, I work late. If I can't work late, you can't work late. If you can't work late, I can't work late. Yeah, yeah earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, he, he has really if unreasonable expectations. I can't work late. <laughs> He's got really unreasonable expectations of her, yeah. for sure. So he probably helps them out more, too. And, of course, in A Christmas Carol, because uh, they're the basically the Cratchit family equivalent of this movie and in a christmas carol mr scrooge does become sort of a father figure to tiny tim so we can assume a similar thing is going to happen with frank you know which is yeah. good it's time for beastly best all right what's your favorite monster moment in this movie alistair toaster slammed to head okay fair enough that's <laughs> a good one yeah i think my i think the coolest is the face of the ghost of Christmas future. Remember, he's got like a TV face. Oh, yeah. And it like flickers in and out. And sometimes it'll be Frank's face on the TV, but it'll be like Frank's face with like a skull superimposed over the top of it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Just flickers from scene to scene. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes time I just saw red, blue, green. At yeah. The and sometimes it'll be like the like you're saying the scene will be on the screen and then we'll go into the scene that's actually on its face. That's really cool. Yeah, like the face of him getting into the fire would go from his face on it and then Frank would actually be in that place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to transition us into Get Spooked because I think we both have the same Get Spooked. What's when the spookiest moment? Pulls up his cloak. Yeah, the whole Ghost of Christmas Future business is real spooky. So, yeah, every, it even like says in it. the little play, you're going to meet the last ghost, the thing every man fears, the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah, absolutely. Death. Ooh. And then we've got Funny Bones, 
Since this is a comedy, what's the funniest moment in the movie? Toaster? Yeah. Toaster? Okay. Toaster, Dad. Toaster's a good Toaster. one. Toaster. Yeah, I don't... I didn't think too much about it. I don't remember what I laughed most Toaster? at, but that is really funny. For yeah, the sure. Toaster. Carol Kane's just great in general yeah. in the movie. Slapping him, kicking him in the nuts. <laughs> it's a classic slapstick comedy, for sure. But that brings us then, Alistair, to Scream themes. Now, this is a Christmas movie, so you know it's got some messages that it wants people to take away. What's the big message here, man? Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Yep. As simple as that, or is it more complicated than that? Because that's part of it, for sure. Don't be greedy. But I guess the message would be not just don't be greedy, but what should you do instead of be being nice greedy? Be nice to people, not just yourself. And think about other people, not just yourself. Yeah, exactly, right? Be selfless instead of selfish. Take care of people. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. Yep. I don't know. It, it, any of us can do is take care of other people, mm-hmm. not just ourselves. Not just ourselves. Would you like to add anything else to that? No. Would you like to add anything else to the episode? No. How about social media plugs? I'll try. You can find us on Instagram at... Cadaver underscore... Nope. Uh. Cadavercast. Okay, Cadavercast. We are on Instagram at Cadavercast. We are on Twitter at... Cadaver underscore cast. Facebook... The Cadaver Cast, Critters and Creeps Club. Very Join good. the club. Join the club. And you can, of course, email us with your thoughts, suggestions, vitriol, whatever you got for us uh, over at cadavercast at gmail.com. I thought that. I was about to say that. I yep. knew that. <laughs> and uh, if you want to support the show, you can rate and review the show. The biggest thing is to spread the episodes out, you know, share it out wherever you can. That's the thing that gets us uh, new listeners. And that's really how we've grown the most. And we certainly appreciate it. And then you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash word salad. And you'll get access to all kinds of exclusive content, including an exclusive show that I record just for Patreon called Cinemuck. And as a matter of fact, there will be, uh, even if you aren't a patron, you have access to one annual episode of Cinemuck because I put out one that is uh, open to the public that you can just yes. go and access there. You don't have to be a patron. Um, every December, we put out an episode that is publicly available, uh, usually reviewing weird Christmas movies or just bad movies in general. Those will also be posted on the Critters and Creeps Club as well. So, patreon.com slash word salad, every little bit helps. Alistair, get us signed out, my boy. Maybe make it a little festive. You've been listening to our holiday Christmas episode. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm Albertum. <laughs> and I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Have a happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. We love ya. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, I thought I was doing one horse open say, hey!